Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, Richard Beckton, your host. Today, it's just going to be me talking for about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just on about general things that I'm seeing. Uh, having spent the last two weeks actually out on the road with investors and also developing uh, this new tourism bond, which I'll get to in a little bit. Um, but exciting stuff happening here in Costa Rica. I mean, there's always exciting stuff. It is, of course, Costa Rica. So uh, again, we're going to cover a few things, everything from bonds to land investments to actual properties to stuff that might be uh, happening here in Costa Rica uh, that might be of interest to people. So let's get started straight away. One of the first ones I wanted to talk about was an area called Playa Grande, which is actually north of Tamarindo, south of the Conchao Flamingo area. If you guys are familiar, Tamarindo is one of the most popular locations here in Costa Rica. Prices are very high. I looked at property there the other day with someone that was looking, and for $200,000, uh, they really couldn't get much. There was about two properties that we looked at. They were very small, needed upgrading. So it's probably one of the most expensive areas to buy property. Well, Tamarindo and Flamingo. Flamingo, of course, the marina, which we've talked about a while. But there is a beach in between them called Playa Grande, which is actually a national park. So it's good and it's bad. Okay, it's good because the area will not change. Again, it's a national park because turtles come up on the beach uh, and lay eggs. It's great surfing all year round. It's kind of calm, tranquil. Um, but also is the bad, of course, is that it's going to be difficult to get an ocean view. You can, but you're going to have to probably go about two kilometers back. Land there is probably around about $200,000 for 5,000 square meters. But the real interesting thing that I've seen recently is this area hasn't exploded. Why is it not exploded? Because there was a construction moratorium on it for quite some, well, for quite a lot of years due to basically its location to the national park and also water. That's actually been sorted now. Uh, a lot of properties in the area are starting to get permits to build. I like this area because you can get a piece of land two to 300 meters away from the beach. You can hear the ocean. You can even get this one financed, this land as well, for anywhere from $120,000 to $170,000. And you're getting anywhere from about 9,000, 1,000, um, about 900, sorry, to 1,000 square meters uh, up to basically about 1,800 square meters. On one of the lots, which I think is about $180,000, you can actually get ocean view. Uh, and again, if you build two stories, uh, you'll be able to get a spectacular ocean view from there. But again, I think it's an up and coming area. It's right next to Tamarindo. It's between Tamarindo and Flamingo. Uh, and again, if I think if I had $120,000 to be putting in Costa Rica at the moment, I'd be buying a lot there and potentially building or developing a house. Because again, you have to go there. The beach is absolutely spectacular. Um, so I, again, anyone wants a bit more information on that, feel free to reach out to me. More than happy to help you on that. Um, or we did a we did a podcast a while back with Dave Corridor. Uh, I'll put it in the description here. You can also speak to Dave uh, as well. Another one that I wanted to talk about with you guys going slightly south here is the area south of Mamon Antonio and north of Dominical Vita area. It's kind of the Portolón area, it's called. Had someone that I recently know by about 30 hectares up there. They're actually looking to do more of, I think, a kind of um, treehouse, jungle kind of treehouse uh, project up there, which I thought was very, very interesting. But beautiful views of the ocean from up there. Again, it's not as expensive as Dominicao, Uvito, Hochao area. Um, and some very nice large bits of land, smaller bits of land, ocean view, close to Mamon Antonio, close to Dominicao. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that area, just because I'm seeing quite a bit of movement in that area as well. Um, 
A lot of people have come to me looking for more of the developing areas uh, because, of course, we have all of this data on basically searches for place. We own centralamerica.com as one of our websites as well. We have all of this expat data, plus also all of this tourism data of what people are searching for and where they're searching for. So, you know, people keep asking me about those developing areas. I was in Playa Junquial the other day. Um, I know that a lot of the time these might just be uh, names, guys, that I'm using, uh, but feel free to ser search these uh, on online. That's kind of a little bit north of Nasada. I, again, I had a client that was looking for, uh, again, they had a budget of around $200,000. And in that area, you can get a condo that's pretty large. I'm probably going to say around about 2,000 square feet. It was two bedrooms and it was 250 meters from the ocean. So that's an area that's developing pretty heavy as well. As people start to move north of Nosada, south of the Tamarindo area as well, uh, all those areas like Negro, Avianas, Playa, Junquial, those areas are going to see probably quite a bit of development over the coming years. And especially now that they have municipal water as well. So uh, again, interesting stuff. Um, Playa Hermosa, which is about 30 minutes from the Liberia airport up there. There are quite a few Playa Hermosas in Costa Rica, which means beautiful beaches. Uh, but this is Playa Hermosa up by Papagayo. Uh, one and only resorts. Looks like it's about to break ground there. Ritz Carlton's talking about moving in as well. Um, again, with a lot of this stuff, until they actually start, you know, moving land and laying bricks, I don't believe it. But they're actually moving land up there. So this could be interesting in the Playa Hermosa area. For anyone that's wanting to speculate uh, on on stuff there, uh, again, there's some actually there's some pretty uh, cheap, much cheaper condos up there. There was an ocean view two bedroom the other day, which was about two hundred and five thousand. Saw that with Mike Simons, um, which you guys know that we'd spoken to the other day of Tres Amigos uh, Realty. So, it was just really interesting in in seeing that of what you could get for two hundred thousand. You know, in that area, uh, all that coastline really. So. Also some news in Plaza del Coco, which is again, 25 minutes. The Pacifico project recently got sold uh, to the guy that actually started Peppa Pig. For you guys that don't know Peppa Pig, it's a kid's child's program. So Pacifico just got just got bought by a, by a new developer. Again, it has existing condos in it, very nicely done. Uh, so they're going to be putting in, I think they're putting in tennis courts there. They're building new houses and condos there. Um, I actually like that project. Again, they have a beachfront, um, they have a beachfront club there. Uh, again, HOA fees are anywhere from $400 to $700, depending on what you have. Uh, but I like Pacifico as kind of like a wealth preservation play. Um, but again, you guys can look up the Pacifico uh, players, players del Coco, C-O-C-O, -O, uh, on that one. Also, we've got some um, we got some podcasts coming this week. We're going to be doing Joaquin Rodriguez from Staying Costa Rica, a property management company based in the Los Sueños area, which is near Hako. Uh, he's been down there for about 20 years. We're also going to be speaking to Dina from Two Costa Rica Real Estate up in Papagayo as well. So it'd be interesting to get her viewpoint on Pacifico and also the Hermosa and the one and only resorts kind of moving in that area as well and the impact that that could have uh, in that area as well. So also the big thing I'm focusing quite a bit of time on at the moment is, as I think you guys have mentioned, you, you probably know, I work kind of travel, you know, in travel and also I would say in investments. Um, so I'm looking to kind of bridge tourism and also investments just because, you know, for, for hotels and tourism projects here to get money, they need to go to the banks and the banks are going to be charging eight, nine percent. It takes months to get done. There's tons of paperwork. It's an absolute nightmare. Whereas my gut at the moment is telling me that there's a lot of basically people looking to diversify 
uh, out of the US or out of their, their specific country. Uh, you know, inflation could be, you know, pretty rampant, uh, you know, over the next coming months, who knows? Tax, you know, the tax regime inside the US is also changing as well. I'm not too sure what Biden's going to be coming out with that. Um, but again, everything's at a high at the moment. Bitcoin, gold, the market. Um, you know, and I think that anybody looking to exit the market or at least, you know, find a diversification uh, is going to have a hard time. So I'm trying to, you know, figure a way to solve the problem that the tourism industry has, which is raising capital. Because again, travel is doing very well here in Costa Rica at the moment. I've spoken to numerous hotel owners, um, one in the Mamelon Antonio, well, two in the Mamelon Antonio area the other day, a couple in Guanacaste who were saying that June, July, and August will be their best June, July, August they've ever had, better than 2019. And December, Jan, Feb, March uh, is looking very, very good. So it looks like, again, travel is back, especially for the luxury resorts in Costa Rica. So I'm working with a beachfront luxury hotel at the moment here. Um, we're about to come out with a, a, a new bond in the next coming uh, probably week or two. Very interesting. Again, they're looking to expand, build luxury, uh, jungle, uh, kind of, you can hear the ocean, see the ocean kind of through the trees because this is beachfront uh, in one of Costa Rica's top destinations. I'm trying not to give too much away here uh, until we actually release it, but it's going to be very interesting. This is also a way for you to get residency as well. If you want to be an inversionista, um, if you want to get residency here in Costa Rica, there's another way where you could diversify your, diversify your portfolio, get a return on your investment, get some usage rights, and also have the investment in order to be able to get the Inversionista uh, residency here. So just thought I'd bring that up here because we've got some interesting stuff here. Um, you know, I'm bobbing around kind of some of the investments here in Costa Rica. I just made an investment in land myself uh, in the San Gerardo de Dota up in the mountains. Uh, so potentially looking to do something up there. Um, I actually did something the other day, which was pretty crazy, pretty sneaky. I stole some pictures from other websites outside of Costa Rica, put up on Airbnb to validate this property that I'm looking to do in San Gerardo de Ota and put a 350 night price tag on a one bedroom yurt up there. Uh, and I got so many inquiries, it was insane. So I had to take it down uh, just because again, it's not there, but I was just trying to really get a minimal viable product out there to kind of validate uh, what it is that we're trying to do. So that could be very interesting. Uh, because the temperatures up in that area are anywhere from like eight degrees Celsius up to 25, 30 during the day. Big birding destination. It's very natural, high elevation. So as you guys can see, a lot of fingers and a lot of pies here. Um, but I think it's important that, you know, not everybody wants to make an investment just into real estate down here uh, or can't afford to make an investment just into just into kind of real estate. So, um, you know, I'm going to be working with people here in Costa Rica to really create some, you know, I suppose, investment vehicles, but also is to kind of give you guys advice on some stuff that's out there, some alternatives to just buying land or buying, you know, I suppose a vacation rental here. So uh, if anybody's got anything they'd like me to take a look at, let me know if anybody's looking, I'm more than happy to give you some kind of impartial advice on this stuff as well. Um, and again, it's been great talking to you guys. That's quite a lot of information. We covered Grande, Portalon, this tourism bond, Hermoso Coco, and also the up and coming um, podcast that we've got. So I thought I'd just get this out there to kind of get some of my thoughts out of my head here. If anybody wants to discuss anything further or actually sign up for our newsletter as well, uh, I'll actually provide all the details um, to actually sign up for the newsletter. You can visit our website, which is Costa Rica REIT, R-E-I-T.com, Costa Rica R-E-I-T.com. Uh, we'll give a bit more information just kind of on investing in Costa Rica, the podcasts, 
uh, and other kind of investment information here in Costa Rica. So, well, anyway, I'll let you guys go. Um, again, as you can see, lots of interesting stuff here. I'm going to be on the road this week, next week. Um, this week, I'm going to Jaco, Mamon Antonio area, uh, then up to San Jadalota. Then the following week, I'm going to be in the Santa Teresa. I want to go and see this Yoko Village project out there and see what they've got going on. So, anyway, guys, uh, it's been great speaking with you. I hope this has been helpful for some of you, maybe confusing for others. Uh, so feel free to reach out to me if anybody has any questions. Thanks very much. Bye.